Hey everybody, it's Marcus here, and welcome to the Good E-Reader Radio Show. Here, welcome to the Goody Reader Radio Show. The date is December the 21st, 2011. The song that you just listened to was appropriately titled Songs About Women, and it was by Frank Ocean, who is a perennial favorite here in the Goody Reader offices. 
we're getting really close to Christmas time, and uh, happy holidays to all of our uh, regular listeners and all of the viewers that uh, check out our blog every day. Uh, 2011 was probably the biggest a single year for our tech blog, and we really just wanted to thank everybody for, you know, making us one of your definitive daily sources for all of uh, the latest e-reader news, uh, tablet news, digital publishing, and so on. So for the whole crew here, Sovi, Mercy, Peter, and myself, and uh, Michael as well, happy holidays, and uh, thanks for making a good e-reader what it is today. Over the course of 2011, we've really seen a lot of momentum uh, in the e-reader space. We've really seen e-readers jump up exponentially in terms of sales. Uh, During 2010, only 13 million devices were sold in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, This year, over 27 million were sold. So that's almost a 208% gain you really seen mainstream acceptance, and I think it's only going to really increase during 2012. If you look at what really happened during 2011, generally prices have come down and touchscreen e-readers are the norm. You have everything from Kobo, Barnes Noble, and Kindle selling touchscreen e-readers now at prices around $100. You could just really get an entry-level e-reader now for about $79. Uh, last year, it was about $129. was about the minimum that you were spending. Now, it's come down almost $50. So, it's suddenly within a lot of people's budget. A lot of people are buying e-readers as gifts this year. For $79 to like $100, it's a great stocking stuffer. If you have a mom, dad, grandma that like to read and have never really had an electronic device before, uh, e-readers really do save you a lot of money in terms of the initial device cost as well as e-books cost anywhere from $0.99 to $9.99. So for that fiendish and most voracious reader uh, in your life, you can definitely get them an e-reader. If you are looking for an e-reader, don't look any further than shoppyreaders.com. They're our official retail sponsor of Goody Reader. And if you live in Canada, Australia, Europe, New Zealand, and so on, you can get the Kindle Fire, Nook Tablet, Kobovox, and all of the latest devices that are really only sold in the U.S., but uh, Shoppy Readers does sell them all internationally. Uh, speaking of Shoppy Readers, they've been in the news a lot lately, so there's a, a lot of movement uh, in that front. The company has signed deals with Simon Fraser University, Vancouver Community College, as well as a number of independent bookstores in Vancouver. So certainly e-readers are coming to the classroom uh, sooner than you would have thought. So starting, I guess, in the January semester, you only have to go as far as your student bookstore. There's display stands. There's e-readers fee to be able to fiddle around with. And uh, get, if you've never really had one before or want to see what all the hype's about, you can sort of tectonically get them right in your hands. You can get some, you know, see how books look, how textbooks look. And you can do a lot more, such as uh, audio and everything like that. So pretty well, it's the Kindle e-readers and various other e-readers in the Kindle family that are going to be sold in student bookstores. And uh, sources within the company said that this is just a start. They have a lot more agreements in place that aren't signed by... Some of the largest universities in Canada are have been signed on uh, to carry e-readers in the classroom. And I guess the next step from here is to just give e-readers away with 
tuition purchase. So uh, we're looking forward to more news on that front. And it's really just like a case of people are starting to know what e-readers are all about. Students are more likely to buy them now. I mean, I remember when I was in, you know, college, university, even high school, on a daily basis, I had like four or five textbooks along with my binders of notes and, you know, along with, you know, a bag with all my pens and pencils, uh, you know, for math, it had the mechanical pencils. Um, I, sometimes I have my laptop with me. So it's a lot of gear to carry around. Now you just really need just a, a device that weighs less than half of a pound and it has all your textbooks. You can take notes, highlights, orientations, you can look words up in a dictionary. Uh, if you make a note or a highlight on your Kindle e-reader and say you install Kindle for PC on your home computer, all of your notes will be carried over because they're stored in the cloud. And students actually save quite a bit of money because um, you can get a textbook instead of buying it at the student store. You can buy it for 65% less in most cases, or you can even rent them in a lot of cases. So you could rent them for half of a semester instead of just buying the, the, the book straight up. Now, not all the books, obviously, and all the courses are going to be available, but hey, if you can you know, get 30 or 40% of all your university or college textbooks and get them in digital format, that's a significant amount of savings that you could you know, spend elsewhere buy, uh, you know, more books from Amazon or, you know, do whatever, right? The power is really in your hands. So we're pretty happy to see movement in uh, the educational sphere. Uh, speaking of e-readers in general, uh, the Kobo Touch was recently profiled in Wired magazine. Wired is really just my favorite tech magazine. Uh, on a monthly basis, I get uh, Wired UK and uh, the USA edition. And, you know, it's if you're enamored with tech uh, like I am, it really gives you the full dose. Uh, they profiled Sony, Amazon, the Nook Simple Touch, and the Kobo Touch, and they put them all head to head, and it really looked like uh, they, you know, weren't really quite enamored with uh, the Kobo Touch, calling it uh, intuitive interface and easy to anointate books. And you can uh, check it out on the front page of our blog. We have uh, links to all of the different pictures and the certain segments and stuff on there. So uh, you can uh, check that out. Barnes & Noble might be going international uh, sooner than you may think. It really looks like during uh, last week that they gave a talk in the UK and they were talking about how digital content is is starting to move outside the U, uh, the U.S. Uh, Teresa Horner, who's the vice president of digital content, uh, cleared up some factors uh, that when she was speaking in the U.K., she was really giving some strong indications that uh, Barnes & Noble's content, which is mainly USA-only, unless you fake a USA address. So if you have like a Nook tablet, Simple Touch, and you don't live in the US, all you really need to do is put a fake USA address in, but you could use your legitimate email, your legitimate credit card, and you could make any purchase from video to audio to uh, Netflix and all the magazines, newspapers, student materials, and so on. So it looks like that Barnes & Noble may be making an international edition of uh, the Nook line of e-readers, as well as opening up 
an international version of its bookstore. So if it were to be in the UK, obviously there's publisher and other restrictions, so they may not have uh, the wellspring of content that they enjoy in the US version of the store. But if you look at maybe what's going to be happening soon... That is definitely good news for people that uh, actually live in the UK. If you have a Sony Tablet S, you can now connect your PS3 controller right to the unit. They have recently introduced uh, firmware in Japan that gives you full ability to use your PS3 controller. And this is really excellent for shooters and RTS games. Uh, for me, I, I use my iPad more than not. And I really don't play a lot of games on it beyond, you know, Cityville and, and things like that. Just because if you've ever played games on touchscreen tablets, they're not really that great. Especially, you know, visually they look really awesome. And there, there's a lot of really high quality games that are being ported over. But if you look at it like a fighting game, for instance, it's really hard to play like a Street Fighter or, uh, you know, really any type of really good high quality game. Because, uh, you know... Not only do you have to move around, but you also have to press other buttons to like shoot or jump and so on. And so the control system for touchscreen tablets are not really intuitive. I th really think that Sony's really on to something here with uh, bundling, or not really bundling, but having native support for PS3 controllers on uh, the Tablet S and also the Tablet P. Now, if you have the Tablet P, you will have to need to, you need, will need to purchase a USB adapter cable in order to connect a controller. Now, to be fair, uh, there is Android support for uh, other tablets. I've seen uh, people with Android tablets have Wiimotes and connect that up, and also just straight other, like, a Bluetooth-type uh, controllers, but there really isn't any, you know, official brand, like the iPad does not have like an Apple official controller. I think once they're, they were to start doing something like that, I think for one, developers would really get behind it. And I think gaming on tablets would really uh, be taken to the next level. So it's sad to see that um, manufacturers really aren't bundling uh, official accessories. Like uh, if you have the Motorola Zoom, there really isn't an official controller that you can buy or you know like I mentioned with the iPad there really isn't an official controller so we really need to see more official support adapted by like the companies themselves that put out controllers in order to really take gaming to the next level because I really think that hardware especially with uh, you look at uh, the Asus Transformer Prime with the quad core and NVIDIA Tegra 3 I mean and you look at 2012 and Lenovo, uh, Samsung, Acer, they're all coming out with quad-core tablets. It's a lot of power. Although, what's a lot of power if the gaming is not really stepping up? You know, you're having next-gen HD resolution that's better than 1080p. You're almost seeing desktop quality resolution on these tablets, but if... The interface to game with really isn't elevating. What's all that innovation doing if like the peripherals aren't coming into play?
you know, sure, you could hook it up to your TV and get, you know, Blu-ray quality movies, but a lot of people aren't just buying tablets to game or, or to watch movies. They're buying it to be productive in some cases or uh, for the apps or to, you know, check out Google Maps, word processing, uh, to be able to just like work on the go and get emails. But uh, gaming is a huge proponent to tablets. So we really, I, I really hope when we're at CES in uh, January... And if you're not familiar with CES, it's the Consumer Electronics Show. It's the number one trade show in the U.S. pretty well. It's three huge uh, stadiums, like, in terms of, like, how big the space is. Uh, Just to give you an indication, we pretty well were on our feet for about nine hours a day for about four days straight last year. And we had more exclusive stories than you could really shake a stick at. So uh, stay tuned to giddyreader.com and we're going to give you all the exclusive CES uh, footage and we really hope to see a lot of third-party peripherals for tablets as well as a whole lot of new uh, e-readers, tablets, and uh, digital publishing companies going to be in attendance. I really want to know, guys, what do you want for Christmas this year? I know I want that new Sony VR headset that's supposed to be 3D, 1080p, supposed to give you Blu-ray quality in 3D. So if you don't really have like a 3D monitor, but you have a 3D video card or things like that, you can watch everything in 3D with this cool kind of VR, you know, Blade Runner type uh, headset. It's a $4.99. I hope that there's one under my tree. I am excited about uh, early next year for about $1,000, there's the new Exodesk, and we've been really covering that and uh, breaking some of the exclusive stories. Uh, Exodesk is a Quebec-based company, so they've been feeding us some really great information, uh, exclusive pictures and video. It's basically like an overlay that sits on your desk, so it's not a desk on its own, but it's, uh, you know, this um, screen that fits on your desk. And it gives you that cool Exo UI that was found in an Exo PC. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's cool. Think about a, a layer of screen fitting on your desk and being able to like open up Facebook and Twitter uh, to play piano on a huge 40-inch screen. And you're able to do a lot of cool stuff. So it's all gesture-paced, pinching and zooming. It's an extension of your computer monitor. So you could uh, do things on your main screen and then uh, set up a bunch of tabbed widgets on it. So you could... uh, you know, like I said, play piano, Uh, you could look at your Twitter timeline, you can access your Facebook chat, so while you're, you know, say surfing the internet or doing video production, you can uh, get some, an extension of your desktop, but I like the fact that that has, like, a lot of cool custom widgets and games. Uh, The XOPC store will be compatible with it. It roughly has about 1,500 different apps and games for it. So everything from weather widgets and so on. And so I really think that there's a lot to this. And I'm I'm pretty excited to get my hands on it uh, when it's going to be at CES this year. So... You know, I told you what I wanted uh, for Christmas this year. We really want our listeners to tell us. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, you can simply comment, do a little review of the show, tell us what you think. If you're listening to this on the official Goody Reader blog, uh, let us know, you know, uh, do you want an e-reader or a tablet? Are you looking for a magazine subscription? We are running a poll right now and... Let's check out some of the results. We have about 160 votes that were cast in the last few weeks. 
Let's see what uh, statistics have to say. It looks like 42% want an e-reader, uh, 28% want a tablet, 15% want a real book, 8% want a gift card for books, 1% wants a newspaper or magazine subscription, and 3% have said other. So, you know, it really looks like definitively e-readers and tablets uh, lead the charge, and from previous polls, a lot of people really want Kobo, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and to a lesser extent, a lot of other type of e-readers. In other e-reader news, before we uh, wrap the show up for today, the Amazon Kindle Fire has received an official firmware update. Uh, this is patches some of the security holes that some of the routing uh, took advantage of. Uh, it's pushed via a Wi-Fi. It's known as 6.2.1. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it gives you the option to uh, remove books, apps, and content from the carousel and also uh, recently used items from the home screen. Before this update, it didn't really give you a lot of flexibility in uh, the home menu to add and remove things. So with this, it really gives you the ability to remove a lot of things. And it also gives you uh, the ability to password protect. So if you're a parent and you want to password protect a lot of things, it now gives you the ability to do that. So uh, you can check that out. Uh, as always, we have a new ebook of the week this year. Uh, I mean, this week, sort of, sorry, with uh, S.R. Johans. And uh, the book is Untraceable. And uh, we're giving the book away for free. If you're an author, if you're a publishing company and you want to give your author some greater exposure, check out our ebook of the week feature. Uh, every week, we give away a free ebook all week long. So it really kind of gives you a chance to check out who the author is. We do author interviews. Uh, we've gotten some famous authors like H.P. Mallory to be a part of this program, uh, as well as we've actually did a live spreecast with her where people got a chance to ask her questions in real time, as well as doing a live ebook signing with autography. So again, if you're an author or publishing company and you want to do a live ebook signing, uh, you can send us an email to uh, sales at goodyreader.com. It's usually the best catch-all address for this sort of stuff, and we'll forward it to uh, Mercy Pilkington, who usually handles this uh, ebook of the week business, as well as doing all the exclusive interviews. So uh, check that out. We really have, you know, a lot of uh, tech blogs and news sources have really dried up. Uh, getting closer to Christmas, New Year's, and the holidays. We've really kicked it up in overdrive. Uh, we're writing more articles on a daily basis than we do uh, at any time of the year. It just seems like news never stops. And uh, with Goody Reader, I know a lot of... Uh, Mercy's a teacher by trade. Uh, Sylvie and uh, myself, Michael and Peter, we're all like professional writers and media people. So we really have just kicked it up. And if you want to stay tuned to all of the weekly news, uh, keep your dials and web browsers favorited to uh, goodyreader.com. We got an official RS feed. So if you use Google Reader or any of those, uh, you know, RS based stuff. I don't really use it, but if you do, 
you can uh, click on the new RSS subscription uh, thing that we have. We have a little image on our sidebar. Uh, you can check it out. It's next to befriending us on Facebook, following us on Twitter, watching our videos on YouTube, or listening to the Goody Reader radio show uh, with myself and various guests on our official iTunes channel. We haven't really done very many reviews lately, mainly because just a lot of devices in December have, you know, all the devices that have come out have already been released. So the big thing that we're looking forward to is CES and I really think that this year for Goody Reader, we've really come into our own. Uh, we really hit our stride going to Taiwan for Computex, going to Vegas for CES. Uh, Mercy Pilkington, we flew her to about six or seven different industry events on the East Coast, including a Book Expo America. And next year is going to be bigger than ever. We're pretty well going to triple the number of events we're going to. We're really excited about hitting uh, the American Library Association. Uh, last year was in New Orleans. No, no idea really where it's at yet the next year. Uh, but we also intend on going to Mobile World Congress. We intend on going to the London Book Expo, as well as the Frankfurt Book Fair and IFA, uh, among others. So if you really want to, you know, Catch our pictures, our adventures, and hear about all the latest tech. Of course, goodyweeder.com is your source, but you could also check out our Facebook. We post a lot of pictures of boof babes and all sorts of kind of cool, quirky people we run into, as well as taking pictures. You know, for me, I got a really great camera, so uh, whenever any of the staff here is on holiday in these places, checking it out and spending a few extra days uh, soaking in the sights and the sounds, you can uh, get a sense on what the culture is like in places like Barcelona, London, uh, Taiwan, even, you know, if you live overseas, you know, you've never been to Vegas, you can check out some of the pictures that we're going to be uploading. Wow, you know, it's uh, too much news to really kind of cover everything, but I think I've given you a sense of uh, the essential stories uh, of the last week. Of course, every day we write five or six articles, sometimes as much as 12, depending on uh, what the the industry has to give us on any uh, given day. Um, just to give you an example, we recently uh, got a story that Research in Motion turned down an Amazon a takeover offer. Apparently, during the summertime, Amazon hired an investment banking firm to review a potential merger between themselves and Research in Motion. Uh, the Canadian-based company has really seen a tumultuous year, with its stock decreasing by almost 70%. Uh, instead of merging with Amazon, the company decided to fix its own problems rather than being bought out. A lot of shareholders are saying that the dual CEO strategy employed by Research Emotion is obviously not working out. And during shareholders' meetings, uh, there is a lot of people not happy. You know, really, a lot of RIM investors are saying that it's really, they're on the chopping block at this point. RIM is saying that they really want to stabilize their own ship. They really don't want to be sold. And they're saying if they would be sold, it would really be worth $10 billion or more. Considering that RIM has lost a lot of stock, the company is still valued fairly high. They have BBM and their BES, which is really knows best. It's their email pushed service as well as all their enterprise email. For me, 
I would really love the new Nexus uh, from Google. I would really like an iPhone 4S, but I'm really stuck with BlackBerry mainly because of their email. BlackBerry email push is really the best in the business. And if you've never had a BlackBerry phone before and you just hear all the hype about email, it's well warranted, honestly. If I if you send me an email within pretty well two seconds, I'll get on my BlackBerry phone with, you know, uh, like iOS or Android it's like you have to set it up to be within like five or ten minutes. They say it's pushed email in some cases, but it's not true push. With BlackBerry, it is really the best and most secure way to do email. And I just love the fact that somebody could send me an email and it just syncs so much and it just instantly delivered that, you know, when I'm meeting with clients or, uh, you know, talking with people within the industry, it's good that if they're at their desk checking their email or if they have a BlackBerry phone too, it's just instant email, instant email, reply, reply, reply. And it is almost much akin to instant messaging because that's how fast when you send an instant message, that's how fast the BlackBerry email works. And so BlackBerry is almost saying now that they are going to be setting up their email system with both iOS and Android. And this is how the company intends to turn themselves around other than a BlackBerry OS 10, which was going to be known as BBX, but they ran into some trademark uh, with another company that had patented that name. And rather than fight it in court, they'll just say whatever. It's tech that's not really here yet. It's repackaged QNX for BlackBerry smartphones. And so they have about 10 phones that they're going to be releasing next year. They didn't really have that awesome phone that everybody wanted for the holidays. Instead, you get the you know the iOS um, Apple uh, iPhone 4s. You have the new uh, Nexus as well as the Samsung uh, Galaxy S2 and a number of phones. I mean, there's really no shortage of new phones, but surprisingly, BlackBerry didn't really have a flagship phone that it was marketing for the holidays. Hopefully, that will change next year. But that's another sign why the company went down. Uh, this story, you know, is just a, a one of the examples of the stories that we do every every day at uh, Goody Reader. So when I was kind of saying that we do a lot of news on a daily basis, that story is just one of the examples. Um, another example is uh, a story Mercy wrote today about how uh, the Barnes & Noble Nook Color and Nook Tablet have added another company to its manga and anime uh, um distribution catalog they signed a huge agreement with viz media to bring over 100 anime manga titles to its digital catalog for me i grew up with viz i I mean they did a lot of cool stuff with like robotech and macross which i'm a a huge uh, fan of Uh, they did a lot of um, you know print type of stuff but they also had their hands in a lot of uh, audio and video type of stuff too so i'm pretty stoked about that so again I'm, I know I'm kind of droning on a bit, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm huge with like e-readers and tech news, and I'm really happy to be working here for a uh, good e-reader. If you love videos, me uh, and uh, Peter, or Peter and I, have uh, done pretty well about 250 different videos this year, reviews, tutorials, and when we're on location at uh, various industry events. So you can check out youtube.com slash user slash goodyreader. Uh, if you want to check out 
all of our videos, I think we've really kind of stepped up our production in terms of our videos, and we recently got some new gear. So uh, in the coming reviews, we definitely have gotten everything from new tripods to new lenses, and we're actually doing this edition of the Goody Reader Radio Show on our new Mackie 8 20i. It's a eight-channel mixing board, and the mic I'm speaking in is our new Healy uh, microphone, and uh, hopefully it's uh, all coming across a little bit better. We're just trying to step up our production game here with Goody Reader and uh, give you uh, the, the, the the best stuff that we could possibly can, you know. Um, we try our best, and we're really just trying to step up our game by... Uh, investing in better equipment, investing in uh, traveling more, and everything else. Um, it all costs a ton of money. Our site doesn't really make a lot of money, but we're really happy to like do this all. And uh, hopefully one day a company will decide to say, these boys really know what they're doing. Let's buy them out for $4 million. So that's the end goal. If you're a VCC firm, hit us up. For Goody Reader, my name is uh, Marcus, and you have just listened to the Goody Reader Radio Show.